everybody, and welcome back to Business Over Breakfast. My name is Ben Barber. Lori Chitari here. Good morning. Hi, Good Ben. Morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good to see you. Yeah, great to see you. I do I'm not here. have a mug today. Oh, um, yeah. I got a different kind of mug today. I'm at my dad's house in Naples, Florida. Little hydrangea. I love it. <laughs> I love it. I I uh I do not have a I have a mug. I have the Costanza mug that has batteries and 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 whatnot <laughs> in it. But I don't have I don't have any mugs. We are in a quarantine situation at the moment, so I'm uh you know not going upstairs to get my morning tea right now. Oh man! Um, oh but goodness sake! Anyway, uh, you are in Florida visiting your dad. How is that going? Yeah. It's good. I have to say, I was really looking forward to beach a little beach time a little pool time and that is not happening <laughs> it's a little chilly for even me a Rhode Islander it's um it's about 60s during the day so okay but well I, I you I, know I would fight you for 60s during the day here I know, right now, so I whatever, I know. whatever it's fine no no here's some, sun. Here's some it's, it's cool let's introduce our guest because we yeah. have an amazing uh an amazing guest today yeah I am so honored I I feel like we are a small business show. That's what we do. We talk to small businesses and we advocate for them and we sell their stuff on Shop Local. And so Karina Wood is the founding executive director of Rhode Island's 10,000 Small Businesses Program, which is funded by Goldman Sachs. And it's a na national Goldman Sachs program. So let's bring Karina on so we can hear a little bit more about what is available for small businesses in Rhode Island. Good Hi, morning. Karina. Good, Good morning. morning. Thank you so much for having me, Laurie and Ben. This is uh, an honor for me too. Um, uh, as you know, um, Visual Thrive is a, an alumni business of our program. So great to have you guys in the 10KSB network, as we call it, and the great work that you're doing with Shop Local Rhode Island. Um, oh, love to see all the small businesses being supported. It's it's great. Good to be yeah, here. Yeah, thank you. I mean, we do... Yeah, we we are committed. We've been doing it, God, Ben, 18 months now almost. We, mm -hmm. I, yeah. So. Yeah, no, easy, e easily. It feels like it, we've been in this thing for a really, really, <laughs> really long time. But. We have. We have. Um, so, uh, Karina, tell me more about the um, the 10KSB. Yeah, sure. So it, as Laurie said, it's a national program. There are 20 sites across the country. Um, and in every location, we're a grant funded program. Um, we offer this program completely free of charge to small business owners. Um, so we uh, partner with a community college in every location. It's a wonderful public-private partnership between the private foundation grant and the local community college. And what we do is we deliver um, a world-class business growth curriculum that was developed by Babson College. And as everyone knows, that's one of the top entrepreneurial colleges in the world. So it's a wonderful um, collaboration to be able to offer this top rated curriculum to small business owners to help them to grow. And, and what we do is we invite established small businesses into the program. They have to be established. So it's not for startups. It's um, it, it, the program was designed to fill a need that that after a business has got started, there's quite a lot of support out there for startups. But once a business has got going for a few years 
or maybe even has been running for 50 years, a family business, and wants to change and grow and try a new service or a product or break into a new market. Or maybe if things are just stagnant and they want to figure out a new trajectory for revenue or change it up a bit, this is a program where they can come in and explore their new ideas for growth. And we have a a wonderful classroom setting where business owners are in a group of 20 to 30 other business owners from all different industry sectors and disciplines. They learn from each other and they also develop a five-year growth plan with the assistance of expert one-on-one business advising. And we also show them ways to access capital um, and train uh, business owners in all aspects of growth. So yeah, it's a great program, completely free of charge. And I would be remiss if I didn't say that we are currently taking applications for our summer cohort, which begins in May, and the deadline is February 10th. So um, yeah, 10ksbapply.com is the website where people can apply. It's a a free, no obligation application and, you know, put in an application, see if you qualify. We'd love to hear from Rhode Island businesses and help support your growth. Oh, great. There you go. Um, (laughs) That's great. I have two quick questions about that. Number one, what, what constitutes an established business? Yeah, great question. So for us, it's at least two years past the startup date. So we're looking for businesses that are at least two years in operation, but they can be in any, any number of years of operation after that. So we have a wide range of businesses that have come through our program. Nearly 400 Rhode Island businesses have gone through the 10KSB program in the last five and a half years. So we've had businesses that are very established, like Wright's Dairy Farm, that you know, everybody is probably familiar with that uh, business. Um, but there's many generational owners in that business. So one of the younger um, business, one of the younger family members came in who's running a specific division. Um, so, or you could be literally like three years in business and have two employees. But we do um, look for businesses that have a couple of employees already and are looking to grow jobs because we are an economic development program. We see ourselves as helping to drive the local economy through small business growth. And we all know small businesses are the economic engine, if you like, of of Rhode Island. They employ more people collectively than the big businesses, than the corporations. So we're trying to help businesses who want to create jobs in the community. Yeah. Love it. Yeah. Lori, she said you were an alumni. Visual Thrive was an alumni. Can well, I, can't, I can't personally take that alumni role, but <laughs> I. this is a great story because um, Indemar Media, Scott Indemar, mm-hmm. um, who is my partner, and um, started at, in the 10KSB for mm-hmm. Indemar Media. That's and right. within the, that thinking about a growth plan, it was growing Indemar Media with what Indemar Media did or taking the leap into, I'm really thinking about this other idea and taking the business into a, a, a different path, like you were saying, Karina. Mm-hmm. Um, and and I remember Scott and I having this discussion and I said, what better venue could you be in than to test this out with a whole bunch of other business owners and business leaders and see like just 
does this seem like a, a viable economic strategy? And that is actually where Visual Thrive was born. So Yay. yeah, <laughs> Karina and the program and Visual Thrive started as just doing social media. And we, we quickly learned that Scott and I have way too many skills and experience to add to that, that to just say like, now we're going to go and do this thing over here. And so we, we went into it for the first year. And then after that, we kind of started using the tools that, that Scott learned to say, all right, now we need kind of a new growth plan. And, and yeah, as they say, the rest is history, but (laughs) But that's that's such a great example, Laurie, of, of, what happens within the 10,000 small businesses program. And we, uh, another thing, and and tell me if Scott found this as well. Another thing we find is that naturally when you have, you know, dozens of entrepreneurs in a room together every week, we have classes one day a week for about 12 uh, to 13 weeks, people start coming up with new business ideas between them, right? So there's collaborations that start happening, wonderful, like, you know, new business ventures, or people just contracting with each other or for free, bartering their services, you know? So if somebody, you know, is sitting next to a marketing expert and they're a manufacturer and then they start doing a a trade or a business plan together, there's all kinds of wonderful additional bonus things that come up besides. The thing that I love about that is that as a business owner, I could see just the questions that you might've had in your business that you don't often think about, but because that person is sitting over on the other side of the room, you're like, Mm -hmm. Oh, you know, I'm going to ask that person or I'm going to change ideas around different things. So even even beyond just the barter, it's the length of time that people are together. It's not a one hour meeting. It's, um, it's the support, the the camaraderie that builds. And my cat is trying to get in on the action. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So yeah, it's the camaraderie and that kind of like long-term support. Um, We have uh, people from our first cohort back in 2016 who still meet together, still help each other. Some people form like small informal advisory groups for each other, like they mentor each other. Mastermind. Yeah, because small business owners, it can be very lonely. Um, You know, you you are responsible for a lot of decisions and uh, challenges, especially during COVID. The challenges have been immense, as everybody can can understand. And having other small businesses to connect to um, and share and learn yeah. from, it's, it's really invaluable. Yeah. When you think about COVID, so can you tell us a little bit? I know that you've had your own challenges, um, yes. not you know, trying to manage and maneuver through this. So can you yeah. just tell us a little bit about what you've experienced in holding? Sure, sure. Well, um, as an education program, um, we, we were running a cohort. We run three cohorts a year, and we were running our winter-spring cohort in um, March of 2020 and had, you know, suddenly the shutdown happened. We were in a classroom 
room at CCRI in Warwick. That's where we teach our program. And, uh, you know, one day we're having class and the next day everybody had to go home and we had to regroup quickly. Luckily, we have the support of the national network. So all of our local programs could get together on Zoom and we could talk about how are we going to deliver our programs um, virtually and uh, Babson College uh, folks and the, the great professors there, you know, quickly got together and designed a way that we could take our in-person, very collaborative, very peer-to-peer -peer learning classroom online. And uh, they did a, a great job. We managed to teach online courses. Uh, I think we delivered three cohorts subsequently that were online. It was definitely a big challenge. I mean, I was not a believer at first. I just thought, <laughs> how can this work? How can you take this wonderful, dynamic, sociable classroom and put it online. But, you know, we all learned a lot in the pandemic. Yeah. We learned, my team and I learned how to do that. And we did it really well. The people who participated really did make bonds and connect. And then when it was safe to meet up in person, again, they had, you know, in-person reunions and all got to know each other that way. So it can work. And yeah, so it's it's um, it's tough. And right now we decided to take a break, um, you know, during the intense Omicron um, surge this January. Uh, we we didn't have quite enough people in the cohort who wanted to do an online version, I think because we've all got used to going back in person in the fall. Yeah. So we are waiting until summer and we're going to have a great cohort in May and hopefully in person. But as I said, if it, if we go back online, I know it'll be a high quality classroom experience that way. And we just have to roll with it like everybody. Yeah, that's 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 a lesson in and of itself. Right, <laughs> Learning right. how to roll with it is like a big a big hurdle for a lot of people. You know, like yes. I want to roll with it. That's <laughs> right. That's right. Yeah. And in, in between, you know, um, or in addition, I should say, um, our business advisors have been, you know, offering support and advising sessions to small business owners as they struggle with um, financing and hiring. Um, the, the Goldman Sachs 10,000 small businesses at the national level did a survey recently of small business owners in our network. And there's about 11,000 now across the country who've graduated. Mm -hmm. And the number one and two top issues were, um, you know, trying to find and hire and retain qualified, um, enthusiastic employees. So it's it's a real it's a real issue for everybody across the country at the moment. But um, so we're here to help. We're here to support in any way we can. I think you're going to have to change the name of the. Um, I think you're going to have to change the name of the program if you're if you're already over eleven thousand businesses. I know, right? I'm curious yeah. what comes next because yeah, I think you just add. A, I think just add another zero. <laughs> Right, right. You keep know? us going. Keep us in business for a long yeah, time. You're right. Yeah, I yeah. think that ten thousand number was definitely an aspirational goal name. Um, you know, when it started about ten years ago, and yeah. now, yeah, it's just. Keep oh man, I have this whole new branding campaign like bouncing yeah. around in my head. Right? Uh -huh, uh -huh. <laughs> yeah, that's really good. I I was thinking about the hiring um, issue because what what 
do you see businesses are actually doing around that? Because mm. it's like it seems like everybody's looking for a job and everybody's looking for an employee. Right, right. Well, there's a lot of movement at the moment because, um, in, you know, there are more jobs available than employees looking, it seems. we. I mean, from what I can understand from the various data that I've seen and just anecdotally as well, I think a lot of people um, took early retirement during during the pandemic um, and took it, you know, when, when hundreds of thousands of people have the same idea within the same few months time frame across the country, yeah. it really makes a difference. It, it was a big dent suddenly in uh, and lots of available jobs. And then I think a lot of people as well have left jobs that they were in that they were deeply unsatisfied with and became entrepreneurs. So there's that. It's like a sort of, you know, positive, negative effect, depending on which side you're looking at it from. Um, as an employer, it, it, you know, it's hard to lose your staff. But then the economy as a whole is gaining a lot of people who want to become freelancers or start their own business. Um, the Secretary of State's numbers um, that she released for Rhode Island last year showed, you know, a record number of people started a business during wow. a pandemic. It was higher than in previous years. So it's a really interesting time that we're yeah. in. Yeah. And I think what we're what we're learning is more networking. I mean, just when you're, I'm, you know, I'm trying to fill a few positions in my program myself. And as a, a hiring manager, I'm realizing, you know, you can't just hang your shingle out and loads of people will apply and you get the pick of all these amazing qualified people. Yes, that, that can happen a little bit, but there's so much competition for uh, qualified employees and people with experience. So you have to go out there and more like work it, you know, like right. Right. Yeah. You know, talk to people, ask them if they'd like to apply. It's, it's yeah. much more about the manager going out and finding people and calling mm -hmm. them and asking if people yeah. would like to leave the job they're in now and come and work for you rather than just, putting your job posting up and hoping people will come. Right, right, yeah. right. So I think it's, that's just how it uh, feels to me. And from the data I've, yeah. I've seen, it's a lot more proactive uh, on the part of the managers out there. Yeah. Yeah. One of the things that we, that I do with our business clients in terms of just finding good people or people will come to me for coaching saying I need a new job is you have to recognize that network strategy and mm -hmm. that there, you know, there are maybe 50%, I think it was Seth Godin that says 50% of all people are connectors. And they're mm -hmm. the people that are going to say, for example, like, oh, you're looking for someone? What are you looking for? I'm going to go and like connect you to all these people. Yes. And other people are just, so the value of that network yes. is so important because they know you, they're going to find mm -hmm. the people that they're really, that are really going to serve that capacity. Yes. Um, Absolutely. And it's like you have to just keep telling everybody. Right. I'm looking for somebody. I'm looking to fill this position. This is who I would really like. You know, this is yeah. these are the attributes I'm looking for. And I think, you know, something I've learned and something I hear from a lot of small business owners um, is that you can train people in 
some of the skills, not all. I mean, it depends if you've got a highly specialized uh, role, maybe you not so much. But a lot of the roles out there, you can train people. But if it's finding someone with characteristics or qualities that are really a good fit for um, for your team and, you know, definitely hire for diversity of all of all types and at the same time look for commonalities in terms of people's um ethics and beliefs and beliefs in the work you know um so yeah yeah, there's be open I guess is what I'm saying be very open-minded because if you find someone that you can really connect well with and who's very coachable that's that's really worth a lot And I think people are looking for days like that. They're looking for uh, learning and excitement, but also connection and fun. And I mean, I feel like that's a much better way to work during the day when you're working with people that that you really like and they have the capabilities and capacity to do like excellent work. Like it it just I that that is kind of the way I I hope our business is structured and right, I and right. he feels the same you know he works with some people that are really close to him and mm-hmm. you know if you have the same values right and you have like expansive strengths then let's yes. do it that's yeah. right that's right because the the camaraderie that you have in your team and the enjoyment that you get from work is really important. If people are not enjoying what they do, um, if there's not meaning in it for them or they're not being um, given good feedback, praise, you know, obviously the money that you earn is very important too, but yeah. it definitely is not everything. So yeah. So for the businesses that are that are listening in and we'll send this out in our newsletter on Thursday morning, um, what are you looking for? Because we have a whole bunch of like business owners and entrepreneurs that might be thinking about making their own shifts. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, so the position, um, two positions that I'm looking for at the moment, I'm looking for a director of outreach and alumni engagement. So looking for someone with some hopefully some good experience in recruitment and engagement, um, some marketing knowledge, how do you Salesforce would be really, really good. Um, somebody who speaks Spanish would be really helpful. Um, a, a lot of bilingual outreach that we do in our program. Um, so those are some of the attributes there, but definitely a people person, uh, but somebody who knows also how to segment a database and get uh, get a lot of recruitment done um so that, this that's, is this would be a person in rhode island that has somebody, to kind of go out and yeah somebody you know. who knows the, the rhode island entrepreneurial scene as well and who's connected to small businesses that's that's really important um mm-hmm. and who supports the growth of small businesses and then i'm also looking for a business advisor uh to come on for our summer program mm-hmm. and that's a 
that's a hard position to fill, um, I've found, but somebody who has direct experience in doing advising for small business growth. Mm-hmm. So I, I need them to have experience working with small businesses uh, already in an advising capacity. So those are two positions I'm looking for. Um, please let me know. Hit me up. <laughs> if I'm a connector. I'm already like, oh. Yeah, I love it. I love it. <laughs> obviously, the other thing, is we're looking for small business owners who want to do our program. So that's uh, that's the two things that I'm looking for is uh, any any small business owner. You do have to be an owner. You have to be an owner or a co-owner of the business. You have to be at least two years in operation. Um, you have to live in your business needs to be in Rhode Island um, because we run on a grant that's given to the state of Rhode Island for economic development here in our state. And uh, what else? Oh, we do ask for um, a minimum revenue that the business mm-hmm. is making of 75000 annually and above. We can have conversations if it's in the ballpark, but we're looking for a business that's making at least that much revenue because we're looking for businesses that can quickly catalyze job creation. Mm-hmm. So it's um, you need to be at a certain level yeah. to be ready for our curriculum, which is a lot about job creation and, and revenue growth. Yeah, yeah. it is really, I, I don't know if you've heard this, but I've heard that the program is like the... Um, that the streamlined MBA for small businesses. Yeah, so, yeah, I've I've heard a few of our graduates. Okay, okay, like a, like a mini MBA for small. Yeah, businesses. yeah, yeah, and I love that description, and that I think that is really um, it's a it's a good description because it's it takes three months. It's three months of pretty intense um, yeah. study, but it's one day a week of class and then meetings with your advisors and your peers and doing some homework or pre-work as we often call it because you're getting ready for the next class and writing your business growth plan. It all takes time, but it's yeah. it's an investment that a business owner would make if they're very serious about taking their business from where it is now to the next level. Everything that you're serious about accomplishing, it takes time and effort, right? It's so um, for three months, you, you really dig in and put the time in. But then after that, you're, you know, that's your back to your life. But I I think, yeah, when you own a business, it's too, it's getting dark in here. It's two um, business, two jobs, really, because it's yeah. like you have to take the time to run your business, but you also have to serve your clients and customers. And Absolutely. So well, you, you're and, doing so many things. I, right. I'd say it's at least two, right? You're, you're managing yeah. people. You're often in a small business. You don't have all these different departments and divisions and say, mm-hmm. oh, I'll just hand that to the marketing department. Right. Often right. You, that's you. <laughs> right? You're like, oh, my God, I have to create a social media campaign and I don't know how to do it or I don't have the time. Um, right. It's yeah. etc. And you've got yeah. to go and get funding for your business. You've got to find. Yeah. And that's a, that's a huge, huge piece of this too. Yes. Especially for underserved businesses. Yes. You know, absolutely. You want to make those connections. You want to make sure that you're, you're getting the information that you need and, and even understanding what is the process of, yeah. of going out and getting 
this funding because that I think is is like super key in a yes. environment. Yeah, well, we have a module in our program and it's called Being Bankable. And that really is, it sort of says it there in those two words. We take people through an eight-hour day that day of how do you become bankable? Like, Mm -hmm. what do you need to do in your business? What records do you need to have? What... um, what questions do you know how to answer? What financial documents do you need to be able to go into a bank and get that loan for what you right. what you need? And then, so we really show people how to do all the preparation yeah. and how to be really certain that you're asking for something very specific. You know exactly what it costs. You know how to ask. And we invite bankers from the Rhode Island banking community to come into our classroom. So mm-hmm. we're a very practical program. That's what I love so much about yeah. this. the 10,000 Small Businesses program is how practical it is. It's not about theory. And, you know, so bankers come in and they sit down with our business owners and they literally tell them, this is how a good meeting goes with a client. And this is how a bad one goes. And like, yeah, yeah. what I could share with you to make you bankable. And so that kind of yeah, advice that's is so important. Yeah, it's amazing. It's people come out of that day and they say, I totally get it now why I didn't get that loan. And I'm not yeah. mad at the bank anymore. They didn't have it in for me. It wasn't this personal issue or dislike. I get it now, you know, yeah. and people yeah. practice their pitches for funding yeah. and um, it's terrific. Yeah. So every day in the program is like that, very practical and actionable um, and helping business owners to, learn and help each other and take it to the next level. Yeah. So um, before we go, Mm -hmm. I'm thinking we have these businesses that are like, wow, this is so, I mean, this is interesting. I would say to any business, just do it, just sign in and do it. So I'm going to sit down and do the application. What kind of information should I gather before Mm -hmm. I down and actually great great question laurie great question so for the very first application you don't need anything at all that's the beauty of it it takes five minutes of of your time you go online at 10ksbapply.com and it's just a one-page form where you tell us just the key details about your business we receive it and then we know do you meet our initial qualifications? So we don't waste anybody's time asking them to do a long application. If they say, if they'd only been one year in business, they don't meet the the initial qualification of at least past two years. So we get back to that applicant and say, you qualify. Now here's the second more detailed application. And in that application, we'll want to hear a little bit more about your vision for growth and what you currently do with your business and what you'd like to do. Just some ideas. There's no right or wrong answers in this. And then provide us with some key financial documents from your business, not your personal finances, your business finances. Um, We'll ask for some profit and loss statements, some balance sheets and a business tax return. And if you don't, if you're a business out there that says, oh, my God, I don't even keep records like that. That's partly why I want to do a program like this so I can learn how to create and keep balance sheets. Do not worry. 
please just let us know and our staff can help you to put those, uh, put your numbers into the the way that we need to see them for the interview. Uh, then there'll be an interview and uh, and then, wow. yeah. so February 10th is, is the application deadline for the summer. And, uh, and then we also will run a fall cohort. And then hopefully if we get more funding for next year, yeah. we'll be running more next year, but yeah. Wow. Well, take it. I, I just took a lot of notes on this because, <laughs> um, because I love it and there's, you know, like five or 10 people that I'm, that I'm going to email that to. Oh, excellent. Excellent. Thank you so much for being a referral source and uh, absolutely. Yeah. And then honestly, email me um, their names if you want, if they're interested and we can put them on our mailing list. We can invite them to an information session so they can find out a little more, ask their questions, but we are, you know, my team and I, we are here to serve the small businesses of Rhode Island. It's a grant program. Um, we, you know, we have this grant and we want to spend all the scholarships that we can wow. so before, you know, before they run out. So please get hold of a scholarship yeah. today. <laughs> yeah. Thank you, Karina. It's such a great program. Oh, thank really you so is. much. It's, it's, it's a pleasure yeah. to work on it. It really is. It's very, it's very fulfilling for our team to get to work with entrepreneurs and be able to give something of value to them. And, mm -hmm. uh, you know, we all deeply appreciate the small businesses in our community. I mean, right. imagine how things would be. We've, we've seen it in COVID when a favorite restaurant has had to close down mm -hmm. or, you know, a service that you love can't operate. Like this is the fabric of our community is yeah. small businesses to a yeah. great extent. So we need to support them. And um, this is a great way that we can do it. Well, you're preaching to the choir right now yes. <laughs> every, every week. And it's, um, it is, it's everything. It, this yeah. is how we build our communities. This is how we better our education systems, how we give good salaries for families so right, that they can right. thrive. And yeah, it's, it's everything. Yeah. It's great. It's, it's great. What you're doing is so wonderful with the shop local Rhode Island. It's uh, so helpful to be able to just go to one place and say, Whoa, look at these are all my options. I want yeah. to buy something made local and here's how yeah. I can do it. Yes, yeah. and it's going to get better this year. So yeah. <laughs> yeah. that's well, great. That's great. Yeah. Thank, thank you so much, Karina. It was really a pleasure to meet you. And um, and once again, everybody, if you want to apply, just go to 10ksbapply.com, um, and you can find out all of the information there, uh, and uh, and all of the other contact infos in the description of this video or podcast, wherever you're listening or watching to this. So thank you so much. It was a pleasure to meet you. Oh, it was really great to be on your show. Thank you so much. Thank you. Bye. Yeah. Okay. This is the part of the show where I tell you how incredible the guest was. And as always, never fails. Thank you so much, Lori. Um, yeah. I'm so glad. I yeah, hope that she's you would, amazing. She's she really amazing. is. Yeah. yeah. And, and the program is fantastic and you couldn't have uh, vouched for it any higher. Um, I want you to enjoy Florida. Enjoy the rest of your time in Florida. I, I'm getting on a plane today. I'll be home this afternoon. Never mind. <laughs> well, enjoy the rest. In you know, yeah. I had to come down and have some have some time with my dad and hang out. And yeah, it's been great. 
I love great. it. Yeah. I love it. Um, well, thank you. And uh, I'm going to end this and, and let you go back to spending yeah, a little bit more no. time with your dad. So uh, we'll see you next week. Bye. Bye. And uh, everybody, I just want to remind you that the best way to help, uh, well, one of the best ways at least to help is the best way to help the local economy is to shop local, period, full stop. You want to help your friends and neighbors stay in business. You want to help your friends and neighbors' kids find jobs. You want to help your friends and neighbors find jobs. You want to keep more money in Rhode Island in the economy, shop local, whether that's in person or online, obviously with Omicron going crazy right now, more people are shopping online than ever. Um, so please, please, please check out shoplocalroadisland.com. If you are a small business, get on shoplocalroadisland.com. You can get listed for free. And the uh, smallest amount to put items on is just $5 a month. And there's uh, there's no fees, that there's no percentage that comes out. Of, of, so you can put items on there and sell as many as you want, and there's no percentage. So, uh, you know, go on shoplocalroadisland.com. It is 100% worth it. My name is Ben Barber. Uh, on behalf of Lori Jatari, thank you so much for being here. We really appreciate it. We appreciate all of the uh, all of the help in spreading the word about Shop Local and about shopping local in general in Rhode Island because that's why we're all here to to help the small businesses because that also helps the community. So thank you guys very much. We'll talk to you soon.